everybody and welcome to Listen, the podcast of two attention hawks. Uh, I don't <laughs> remember what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the podcast where two attention hogs fighting for the spotlight for your attention or something like that. Oh, no, well, uh, no, I don't think that's how that's it goes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like okay. welcome to Listen, Listen, the podcast of two attention hogs fighting for the spotlight. I, I literally just said that. Did you? I literally <laughs> just said that. Well, play it back. Play it back. <laughs> I'm Dan. And I'm Jamisha or Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> I'm wearing a wig, so I'm Jamisha. Yeah. Jamisha, so because... Uh, she is wearing a wig. Oh, fantasy filled. Though dry ass wig, but Don't a wig. Don't listen. Yeah, it was a. I took it out of the bag and put it on my head. Okay, <laughs> if I wanted to style it, I could have styled it. I was gonna go down that hole, but I said not it, to. It needs a little bit of TCL, not TLC. TCL. Yeah, TCL is the brand of my TV. You are a mess. So he I said he was like, when we started, I'm a little bit rusty. Apparently, yeah. you did need a little bit of that oil. <laughs> you should have mm. threw it in there. Right. So, um, how have you been? I mean, I, it's not. it hasn't been a while because in real life we have, we have met <laughs> yeah, yeah. regularly. But, you know, for all the... Four people to listen to us regularly. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully there's four. I was going to say, now that we've taken this extended break, yeah. we'll, we're but calling it that. Things, things, things have happened. So that's yes. why, you know, you... I moved back in town. You moved, He moved back in town. Mm-hmm. She bought her own plane. We are in my home, my apartment that I bought with my lover boy. And His humble abode. It is so beautiful in here. Yeah, yes. I... I, I said at some point that <laughs> he, like, that I was very... Uh, you said jealous. Jealous. <laughs> he was like, yes. what's another word that I can use that's not jealous? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I meant to say proud, but jealous is, <laughs> is, is more accurate. <laughs> you said you were so proud, and then I was like, but you mean you're jealous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, a it's, a, it's a really nice house. It's a really nice house. Thank and, you. Yeah. I, I helped you move in. He so, did. Oh yeah, I for, Oh, it's a good thing you mentioned that because I would have forgot about it, and I wanted. Of course, to. you would have forgotten about it. <laughs> no, but he was because I I have a difficult time like asking people for help, and he was like he offered it, and I'm like, look, look at this bitch stepping up to the plate of friendship yeah. here. I oh, am that kind of friend. I would I would shade you, but I will. I help, mean, the whole I will time offer help he did like that. take to being like the dictator, <laughs> for for lack of a better word. Well, it, it 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 runs in my in my nationality. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I set I it up with. and you hit it out of the park. Yes, it's part of what I grew up with. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I've been pretty good, just enjoying life here, and um, we had summer break now. And yeah. Stuff, so how about you? Well, I dyed my hair. Mm-hmm. He's I, blonde now. I am mm-hmm. a blonde. You now. were That's you were silver daddy. Yeah. Now it's for like two days. <laughs> Well, now I'm blonde, and that's why we had a, I had a bit of a difficult time introducing the show because you know, <laughs> oh well, being blonde, God. my IQ went down like you 50 can get points. canceled that for that too. People but, be like you're blonde phobic. 
But <laughs> I've been having so much fun as a blonde. Have you? Yeah, blondes do have more fun. Okay, well, if if you mean the fact that we went camping, then I could believe that because I am pretty fun and I have dark hair right now. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, in this episode, uh, we're gonna this, we're gonna try to keep it like short and sweet mm-hmm. because in Reykjavik, uh, th- we are in the very last days of Pride. Yes. So happy Pride! Happy Pride, everybody! So I mean, we we were probably gonna. Um, record this a little bit earlier in the week so we we come like in the middle of pride but we're hoping it will come out tomorrow yes. before pride weekend <laughs> if not this week the week from the third to the eighth or ninth yeah. was pride week in Reykjavik so you know so you have it in your calendar for next year or so or yeah you know it's like when you're missing pride then you can listen to this podcast and it can lift your spirits up again yeah you, you know. can relive the moments of all of the colors of the rainbow. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so smooth, Anne. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if you are, if you are just listening to this very episode, <laughs> which I doubt, <laughs> but probably you are. <laughs> we are, we are a couple of queer kids. Yes. I am bisexual, and and I am gay. Like super gay. I mean, like, well, according to the Instagram filter that I took, it said I'm not gay, but I can <laughs> promise you there's there's a lot of gay. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. I, no, I, I was going to say I can vouch for that. I, I can't <laughs> vouch for that. <laughs> like, well, you've seen how gay I can be. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have a wig on. And, uh, I mean, but also, but never mind. I was going to say, say, we're getting into all kinds of other territories, so let's just stick back to the program. Yeah, like having a wig doesn't make you gay, no. but like, and also being feminine doesn't make you gay. Yeah, but I have, but I have seen you kiss your boyfriend. So yes, actually, when you that that makes you a bit gay. Yeah, but according to Maneska, no, wait, what is it? Katmanska. Nay, the Italian bands that are oh, kissing on Ma- stage yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're, like, they're breaking that barrier down, so I mean, it's nice. Yeah. That's what the emos did back in the early 2000s, and everybody was Truth. Oh, up in arms about it. I mean, what was his name? Adam? I don't know. I don't know. The one that won American Idol. And he didn't even win. Anyway, anyway getting off track. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in this episode... After Lambert, the, Adam Lambert, sorry. Adam Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> in, in this episode, we're going to go over a few things about being queer and being proud about that being queer and owning your queerness and (laughs) and we're even gonna have like towards the end of the episode we're gonna give the spotlight to jimmy because jimmy is uh if you haven't if you're just listening to this podcast you also find out that Jimmy is not only queer, but he is a parent. Yes, I'm a, I'm puppy. He had, oh, of course. The motorcycle <laughs> driving past. Uh, uh, so he's he has around three years of experience yes, in being yes. in being a parent, yes. and l- more than three in being queer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You could be some sort of like the expert towards the end of the episode. Ooh, mm. So, um, first up, first up, like, uh, what were those moments 
mm-hmm. you would say in either in pop culture or you know music mm-hmm. that were like made you, made you go like hmm, maybe hmm, there is like something like made made you go like something has changed within you <laughs> Something is not, not the same. same. <laughs> I'm through with playing by those rules of heterosexual. Yes. <laughs> um, so for me, it was a lot of the the boy bands because I was like growing up, and and the times that we grew up in. Let's not age ourselves because we age like. I mean, you already said bo- boy bands, so. I mean exactly. <laughs> that's exact. That's all you need to know. That's a bit of a giveaway. And it was that Backstreet Boys specifically because I was like, I remember growing up, but like, so I knew I was queer. I didn't know what it like where I stood on that queer spectrum, mm-hmm. but I knew I was queer for a long time, and inside of pop culture though, boy bands like because I could have sworn they were singing to me. Like, quit playing games with my heart. And I'm like, I know I love you so much. Like, I'm going to stop playing. I'm going to straighten my act up. But at the same time, it, like, it was it was going through puberty and, like, exploring sexuality and stuff like that. And then, then Blink-182. I didn't think, like, any of those guys were attractive. But it was the first time that, like, they were naked guys, even though it was censored on tv and i and i remember being like oh my god like like oh and like you know you're just kind of like what is this because there were always like naked girls with the thong song coming out during that time too <laughs> like you saw that so there yeah. was like naked men and so there was a spidey sense so to speak surrounding that time of life. Yeah. <laughs> what about you right um i think i have in my mind like specific points Mm -hmm. like i would agree with you on quit playing games with my heart by the backstreet boys because i was like there was something with them being like in the rain and being wet that was like hmm this is this is this is different but back then back then at least uh it was like more accepted Mm-hmm. To be a fan of girl bands, like I was, uh, I, I was a diehard fan of the Spice Girls. Yes, then. but it wasn't more like I was into their music, but more like that th- some of their personalities would speak to me. Exactly, like uh, the 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 attitudes and everything, and they were like, "Yes, I, I, I wanna." I want to be girl power. Or I something mean, like I that. was uh, always girl powering in every picture. I, I think there's a few pictures of me like girl power. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, fast forward into the future, uh, I, th- I would think I was like 15 ish. Mm-hmm. Then I see uh, while zapping on the TV, mm-hmm. I see. Uh, this video, uh, this Kylie Minogue's video mm-hmm. for Slow, which is a whole like upward stake that's expanding towards the, the uh, as the video uh, as the song progresses, mm-hmm. and it's like a bunch of people laying in towels and uh-huh. doing like movement, and it's just like men and women reaching out and touching one another, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to be in one of those. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> you and all your bisexual was like, I could be right between the two of them right there. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> hmm. like, I don't I don't mind being like somewhere like, I mean, I, I just need a little bit of a towel here. The, and I just, it, wasn't there that, wasn't there, I think it was, was it Ricky Martin or was it Enrique Iglesias that had like, they had this video and it was like naked people like. They were like on top of naked people or something. I remember there was a making of the video of something like this, and that, that was also another moment um, for me. I don't I remember. Oh, we have to find that video. We'll I'll, I'll post it then. I don't remember. But I also like outside of the like music artist. I was so also I have to just have an honorable but mention wait, wait, to, be, to before I forget. Before oh, I forget. Sorry, yes, yes. Uh, also, uh, I remember. Uh, vividly, very vividly, that was like, hmm, maybe I like both, because um, if you if you watch, uh, if you have ever watched, bring it on. Yeah. I mean, if if yeah. you haven't, well, we're so old. I mean, like, that, that was the movie though. That was the movie. <laughs> but I I had a major crush on both Elisha Dushku, Dushku the oh, the yeah. the. The rocker girl that came yeah. into the cheerleader group, and her brother. I don't remember the name of the. I don't even remember the, the guy. brother, but I remember there was. But he was he, he was the love interest for. Oh yeah, the the, uh, the other team, right? Kristen Dunst. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Kristen Dunst. I don't remember the the guy's name, yeah. but both of them were so hot in my mind. I was like, Kristen, like I see you, mm-hmm. but like. Elisa. But Elisa, I mean, I have to say, she was everything. I, 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 I never watched the Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. I hated it with a passion, like the whole concept. I still do. <laughs> um, but when I heard there was an episode where Elisa Dushku was there, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to <laughs> eat my pride and watch it. it. Yeah, whole because. Uh, I mean, she has this thing about her, and she's like this. Yeah, she's just this rough. Person. I get it because even though I say I identify as gay, there's there's some women that you're just like, oh my god. She could rough me up. Any she- time. <laughs> Hi. Elisa Dusko, if you're listening to this podcast by any chance, where like call she? me. Where is she? I want her back. Yeah, I'm calling for a, a, a what would you say a recap? Not a recap, but but she was also in. Wasn't she in Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the later? I think she was. She came and she was. Um, I don't remember, but I think she was in there for but, sure. But if if you're listening, Elisha, I wore the the cheerleading outfit. Like you be the oh quarterback. You're so sorry. You're so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but I forgot that I, like, by the time Backstreet Boys came out, that I was really having to. But the like my first like fire was Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. He I. Remember being like, he, I'm in love. Like you, and and it's so funny to think about it back then. Like I was like, watch Titanic, and I'm like, oh my god, and and any movie or anything that he was in, I was like, and there was also another actor. They called him JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, I was he, obsessed with him too. In Home Improvement. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was obsessed with him. Yeah. I mean, in that Disney Channel era kind of mm. deal, there was a movie that, uh, I don't know if anyone had ever saw that movie, but, uh, and I don't even remember the name of the guy that act, that acted in the movie. If, if you say the same person or the same movie, I'm thinking. Uh, are you thinking about Brink? 
Wait, wait, wait. What was Brink? Was it the motorcycle one? No, no. they were like uh, roller skaters. Roller skaters? Yeah. Okay, wait, maybe I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a different one. There was a motocross one and I was obsessed with the guy in that one. And they were like, uh, like all into like r roller skating because they really liked it <laughs> and they had a passion for it and they didn't want to be like, um, you know, paid for that or something or other it's like I know the name but I can't like I need the visual Eric Von Detten this guy oh yes I don't know why but he was like hmm yes okay I, yes. I, I see you I was like uh, I'm, I'm certainly interested in roller skating I mean <laughs> I I don't and, and the funny thing is I don't really remember the movie I name I remember the name of the movie and I remember him because I was like in love with him and but there were so many like disney guys that came and went <laughs> that i was like obsessed with yeah but exactly but mm, i if i also also like another thing that was like i mean i guess in my culture though it was like oh, maybe you're not completely straight mm -hmm. was like there's a band an argentinian band Mm -hmm. that I really liked back then. I still like, I still like uh, their music. I just don't follow them as much anymore. Mm -hmm. Called Miranda with a exclamation mark. Oh. Miranda. And their, their first albums were very much like melodramatic and, and like very much like queer um, adjacent. Mm -hmm. Apparently, like apparently there was only one, I think, that was uh, queer or gay, mm -hmm. but all of the other ones weren't. It was just like for show, for like glamour and stuff, because they had, they were like inspired in telenovelas and but also mm. like electronic pop bubblegum music. Yeah. And I remember I had a girlfriend back then, and I I I just, for some reason I really liked their music, and it's like oh this sounds like new and you know it's it's a big transgressive because you know uh -huh. the the guy the the male uh, lead vocal would sing in a this very falsetto type voice yeah. would have would paint his nails and we wear makeup and like like a kind of like a full face of makeup mm -hmm. uh, and she was very jealous like she was like please don't listen to that i i'm not comfortable I'm like ay amiga uh, yeah. If only, if you only knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you, you, do you, did you know at that point that you were bisexual? I, I didn't. Or, or queer? I didn't. No. But okay. I wouldn't, I mean. Maybe I, you had I, a feeling? I mean, I did, but I was very much in the closet. Yeah. But, yeah. And, but I, that's what I mean by I didn't. Mm -hmm. But I would do that and I would listen to that. And I would sometimes sing this, these songs from this <laughs> band to her mm -hmm. just to make her mad <laughs> <laughs> because I'm evil like that. Once you, you tell me not to do something, I will do it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and then so outside of like, like the male stuff, like, because like you mentioned Kylie Minogue and I was like, I know a lot of people like look at there as a queen, but my queen then in queer pop culture was Whitney. And I remember being in a car and Whitney's song came on and it was like when I was obsessed, I mean, when I was... <laughs> I, when it's not right but it's okay came out and I remember being in the car 
with yeah. my friends and my mom's my, my, my friend's mom was driving and the song came on and I went <gasps> and what my friends called the gay gasp <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the car like turned to look at me my mom's friend hit the brakes and she screamed at me because I was like oh my god it's the Whitney song and or I just screamed it was Whitney and she was like is that it you made me almost kill us because you had a gay moment. Because <laughs> I was out to them. They were like my bubble. And so, but yeah, so Whitney was, uh, I mean. Well, there was one thing, the one thing that was like, oh, maybe this is, this is like the name of, of what I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to sound super uh, cliche. Mm-hmm. Um because you know we're I'm in Iceland mm-hmm. but, oh. but um, I was um, on the internet back then uh, and I happened to come across a quote from it's it's credited to Björk to these days I mean if someone out there can fact check me on this yeah. I would appreciate it we don't have that kind of crew here yeah so. and I, I I really like Björk's music uh-huh. uh uh, and I've liked it since I was like 11 or something. So, and I I ran into this into this quote like on the internet that was like uh, she was saying something like that I think choosing between men and women is like choosing between cake and ice cream. Mm. Like you'd be you'd be daft or silly mm-hmm. to not try both because there are mm-hmm. so many different flavors. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, bitch. Like right in the head with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, and and for for the longest time back back home, I would have this uh, comparison when people were like were like trying to ask me like what I liked or my opinion in the matter of like the gays because mm. you know it's Venezuela it's still so something like conservative and yeah. it's frowned upon. And I would be like, you know, it's like sushi and and pasta. Like, like sometimes you want to have sushi, sometimes you want to have pasta. Some people only want to have sushi, some people only want to have pasta. And that was like my whole thing for the longest time while I was in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Because, and it's like, yeah, I mean, why, why only eat one thing? And also, you have a preference. Just because you have a preference doesn't make you anything less or more but you know people love to hold power over other people for whatever reason yeah so. and 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 i mean this is gonna get a bit like uh po- not political but like serious in a way mm-hmm. but like for the most part people or like as humans we are um very much conditioned to the extremes the black and white yeah, yeah. so yeah. like you're either a capitalist or a communist you're either gay or straight mm-hmm. you're either um i don't know uh catholic or christian or mm-hmm. or not mm-hmm. or, or any other thing that's not christian and you're like going to hell because, yeah yeah uh, and whatever like it's all about having uh, polar opposites in a way mm-hmm. and like when people are like no i i am comfortable in this middle ground or i am comfortable like a little bit towards in the middle, but a little bit towards one side or towards the other. Like, it, there people go like, no, 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 
but you have to be like yeah you have to and, choose it was yeah. you have to choose yeah and and it's uh, it's just tiring to a degree mm-hmm. like why why can't i be like mm, you know maybe today i like this and maybe t- tomorrow i'll be like but like well and when you're not given the room to explore either of those things and you're always pushed to choose one or the other you never fully get to decide and discover what you want what you like and and i think that's one of the most like detrimental things that yeah. you can do and you know us as a bisexual man like uh if i get in a relationship with a man now mm-hmm. uh that doesn't make me any less bisexual yeah I, or, or if it, like it's like maybe tomorrow we'll break up maybe and i will go back on tinder and put my tinder on girl. boy and like boys and girls and like swipe you better preach we were talking about this because of love is blind have you seen that show no i mean there was a guy on there that that was bisexual and he came out as bisexual later to to the woman that he wanted to be with yeah and she kind of had an issue with that and we were me and my friend were discussing that like does oh that should be a topic and i'm just going to kind of leave it there but it was just that sort of thing that you're saying like just because i'm with somebody doesn't make me less bisexual and just because i'm with a woman doesn't mean I'm straight or that yeah. I'm just gay because yeah. I'm with a man. Just just because I'm just because I'm I'm with I'm, I'm maybe with a man now mm-hmm. doesn't make me like oh I choose I chose yeah. a side. Now you're gay. Oh, or if I, or if <laughs> I broke up with this guy and then I start dating a woman like no 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 he went back now he's straight. Exactly. Like, it doesn't work like that. And even if in the future like if I if I marry someone or we I decide to build a life with this person. Mm-hmm. Even if this person is of the same sex or of the opposite sex, I am still gonna be bisexual. Preach. And you know, and that that plays the whole thing of like, you know, uh, being like in a monogamous relationship, or you know, if you want to open it or not or whatever. That's that's a topic. That's a very uh, uh, broad subject. Mm-hmm. But as for me, if I'm emotionally connected to someone mm-hmm. whatever the whatever mas- machinery yeah. is uh, between their legs <laughs> i don't care yeah I just that's why i like the term queer yeah because i've started to come to terms with that how i feel like the the word queer is so beautiful because it is a broad it expands over so many things and not even just in the terms for me, when I think of queer, it's not just sexuality. It's about like to my personality, like I'm weird and yeah. I'm queer in that sense. And the, and the like the dictionary word of queer, which I don't have it on hand, but that's how I feel. Miriam Dexter Dictionary defines queer. As <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. No. But, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you on this. Like I, I say bisexual. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, if people... If people assume gay, I sometimes go like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I am also more and more accepting the term queer mm-hmm. because it it just solidifies one thing for me. Like yeah. the one thing that I know I'm not is straight. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Exactly. So I could be bi, pan, gay, or anything. Yeah. But like. And, and I will be okay if I mean I am at this point uh, comfortable and I own the term bisexual. Yeah. And I have it like this. It's my what I identify as. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm more and more being turned on to mm-hmm. the to the label, if you wish, yeah. queer, because it's like one thing that I know I'm not is straight. Exactly. So like that's basically yes. it. that's what it is. Exactly. I completely agree with that. And you know, now that we're talking about that, mm-hmm. I want to ask you to continue to move this along. Um, was there a point in your life where you were like, yes, I'm going to own my queerness? What was it? Oh, can you remember or like? Yeah. So for me, it was kind of like, I always like, like I said just a moment ago that like queer being weird. I always knew it was weird. My family, we always say how we are weird and stuff like that. But I didn't also at that time, queer wasn't in my like my vocabulary so to speak and then it was kind of a derogatory term so I didn't even really think about that but I through my life had moments where you know you know coming out to different people but also when I I think when I was in high school is like when I really came out and also I feel like it kind of because it's I have to say, unfortunately, it's not like this kind of Cinderella moment for me that it was just like, I've, I'm queer and I'm here and, it, and that's it. Like I would go through moments of like, because I moved around in the world and and so moments where I felt like I, I have to stand out and be more kind of visible. But at the same time, that can be kind of daunting for me in certain situations. So I kind of would pull it back. Mm-hmm. But then I always kind of come back to it because... Um, you just kind of get tired of like when you feel comfortable in your life like we feel comfortable here in Iceland and we have many um, privileges in many ways that other people don't have in countries we both lived in or outside of that and so when I see what's going out on in the rest of the world it makes me more makes me want to kind of push who I am to the surface for it to be more visible. And so it's constantly coming and going in a, in a, in a, in a term way of speaking. Yeah. What yeah. about for you? I mean, for me, it was like a very much like a gradual process. Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like it, it started uh, like, uh, yeah, uh, like a clear cut moment where it started mm-hmm. was when I first left Venezuela. Yeah, yeah. And because, you know, even even though it's not illegal, but it's still frowned upon and there's still like a bunch of like uh, a st- stigma around being mm-hmm. uh, queer, gay, bi, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, st- I started um, experimenting more, mm-hmm. I would say around 2014. So it's very, oh, okay, it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's fairly recent. Yeah. Although... Um, back in Venezuela, I was more like, yeah, I would say these things that, you know, I don't care, like, you know, sushi and pasta and all of these <laughs> things. Like, uh, but I was never, like, acting on it. Uh, I never, like, uh, I or, like, was out. I wasn't really yeah. out. I was yeah, yeah. very much in the closet. And mm-hmm. if I ever dated, if I dated guys, it was very much, like, hidden and... It was like, oh, I don't want anybody to find out. And mm-hmm. I was always like vigilant whenever I went to a coffee uh, 
place yeah. on a date or something yeah. and yeah it was something like that um, but I started being more free to ex- like more free to explore yeah. mm-hmm. around 2014 were you still in Venezuela then I when that's when I left uh-huh. yeah, I, yeah, I okay. left had yeah, yeah. left for Colombia then yeah yeah okay so it, it's I, I think it's something about um, being an immigrant where nobody knows you that you're like You, you're like kickstarted into this yes. thing. You kickstart into like, yeah, I'm gonna explore my 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 identity a little bit more. Yes, and because you feel like you can kind of start yeah. over and, and be somebody different than what yeah. you've. And I was I was 28 by then, 27, 28. Oh my god! So and and my like it, it seems like kind of a late bloomer for how queer you are today. Yeah. <laughs> But I picked up the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's it's it's a funny thing because when I, when you're talking about late bloomer but fast learner, <laughs> <laughs> I I had the same like when we were talking about it like I felt comfortable to really explore my queerness more when I moved from Kansas to Savannah Georgia which was it sounds kind of ironic for people that know the whole area and stuff yeah. but because there I met people that were art students so mm-hmm. I felt that a bit more freedom where people were more open minded to me expressing myself so i was you know dressing in all kinds of ways and getting my clothes and stuff and then meeting guys and and it wasn't even just like queer guys guys that identified as straight but they were so like kind of queer friendly so that made me feel so comfortable to you know play around with them and like kind of you were kind of like flirty but in this nice way and then when i did meet other guys that were queer then It just it just opens so much when you when you own it in a moment. So then, when I left from there, when I came to Iceland, I, I kind of took that with me. Yeah. But then Iceland pushed it even more, and so yeah. you, you're just constantly pushing walls down. I feel like the yeah. older you get, that I mean that's how I kind of see. Yeah, it. totally. And at this point, I'm like, well, I mean, this is this is this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's this is all I have to offer like mm-hmm. and I mean if you don't like it then uh, that's your loss like that's uh, all I have to give oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like this is this is this is me and that's I like I made a post today mm-hmm. uh, on social media on my personal social media and which is basically sums up uh, the like what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. like at this point it's like Uh, you know, like Yeager uh, and Soyer, like that, mm-hmm. that 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 song by Pat Oscar, but it's a translation of "I Am What I Am" mm-hmm. by I don't remember oh who, but it's like a show tune and it's very famous. Yeah. Like I am bisexual, like I uh, I, can, I can have like some some things of queer culture. <laughs> It's the straight part of me that doesn't know all these oh, things. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at him pulling the straight card now. Mm-hmm. Code switching. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, uh, the, there's. Uh, I, I don't know if I don't remember if it's in English, there, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, it is also in English. Yeah. Uh, it's like I am what I am, yeah. and what I am needs no excuses. Yeah, exactly. Which is what it's. Uh, Translated into Icelandic, like mm-hmm. Yerin Suyer, or Bits Bisteki Absokunara Ning. Exactly. Like, I'm not gonna. I, I am. I, I'm come at this point where I'm. I'm not gonna apologize. Like, no. like if you don't like it, I mean, one thing. Like, 
one thing that I usually say or like think that I would say because I haven't uh, thankfully I haven't uh, ran, into such... ran into such situations yeah. but I, I would say like I mean the one that's having sex is me I, I am using my own junk to put it wherever like you don't have to you don't have to be worried about my junk. Girl, stay like, in your apartment. Stay in your bedroom. Stay in your lane. Stay out of mine. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't give you the keys to my apartment, so get out. Yeah. If if you have a problem with where I put my junk, it's probably because you're jealous. <laughs> exactly. You may want to, like, exactly. you may want to have a taste of this bomb ass. Oh my God. Yeah. But, but, you know, I, I have. I have standards to where I put my junk. Yes, I don't know. That's uh, the first time I've heard of that. But anyway, um, <laughs> what? Okay. Well, you know. Um, now into a into a topic that's a bit more uh, serious. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying serious while you are trying to comb your your, Listen, your wig. I, I I'm feeling the fantasy with long hair. Yeah. Maybe I need to grow mine back out. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, being queer mm-hmm. and being a parent, mm-hmm. what's that like? So this is like your time to shine. It's interesting because when you when you brought that up, I was like, oh, that's very interesting because I just talked to somebody recently that were kind of wondering about like, um, like, oh, would you like to hang out? And then I had to kind of explain that like, well, my time is split up between week and week. So one one week. I prefer to not see people and hang out with people because I have my child. Whereas the next week I'm free and I'm willing to do stuff then. And I just had this moment where I said, I can't believe that I am queer and I'm a parent because there was some point in my life where I just did not think that that would happen. And I didn't think that I would see this many queer people that I know now and and that continue to grow the queer families in the world. Um, and I think... I'm going to get a little bit emotional, actually. Oh, nay. Um, because I saw my, my siblings have children and I wanted... And I wanted and I always knew I wanted it so bad, but you kind of like brush it off. And when we were growing up, it was like, you didn't see any queer families. They, they didn't exist. And, and because queer people were just like, what, you, what I knew of queer people was that you get killed and you lose your family. Yeah. Or, or what I saw of queer people is that they were strictly hairdressers or strictly yes. like the sassy gay friend that was like, oh, that, that yes. shoes with those, with that, whatever it is. Like, and you were, and it was like, I was always going to be the gay uncle. I was never going to be you know, a dad, a puppy, a father, anything like that. And, um, oh my God, I don't know um, why I'm getting so <laughs> emotional. Um, but if, if I, if, if I may steer this, mm-hmm. steer we, it, steer we, are, it. we are running low on time, uh-huh. but, um, do you think there is a difference in, um, raising a child mm-hmm. if you're queer than compared to if you see your siblings that have that are straight or straight for the most part uh-huh. that have kids yes because i think 
I personally think that, and other people may not agree with me, but the thing is, is I can't accidentally, I mean, I could, but I'm not gonna, sleep with somebody and have a child. Or I can't, I, I couldn't have been with Marcin and then just said, like, let's try for a child right now. Like, there, there is a process to becoming a parent for us. Yeah, but I, I meant, I meant in the, in the field of like, uh, you know what, what, uh, uh, what being right. a parent is like, you know, raising the kids, yeah, and like be, I, and discipline been, and all that. Yes, that because stuff. I think the thing is, is like what I mean is that because we had to have be aware that this is a choice that we consciously want to make. You you can prepare a little bit better in one sense, and like for me working with children, like you have already the experience of children working with children, what you think you're going to do as a parent, um, and it's it's a little bit different, but um, I also feel kind of a responsibility to raise him to be. Um, I feel like it may sound a bit unfair to say because my mom raised me to be a good, kind person and aware of everything else. But I want him to also have that awareness of queer, even if he will identify as straight later, and also to just open the door for him to express himself in whatever way it he wants because of how I grew up experiencing being queer, how I grew up thinking that I was less than or whatever. And because of... Those feelings that you feel being queer, being an outsider or whatever, you, I feel like our decisions are, oh my God, somebody's mowing the lawn, I think. Of course. <laughs> um, that I want to instill in him certain things so that if he does come up against, against something in his life, he is kind of prepared, you know? And I think that's something that when you're queer or when you're an outsider in whatever way it is, that you want to pass it on to your child. So... If I were to grow up just me being a straight boy, then I might just say, like, I might have that privilege of not having to worry about certain things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's just what I how I feel about yeah. the situation. And have you have you have you run into people that, you know, when since you were talking about the uh, letting your kid uh, grow up also like being aware of that queer mm -hmm. or, or queerness mm -hmm. exists mm -hmm. out there have you run into people because people always have opinions especially when it comes to kids mm -hmm. uh the you know like oh you i mean if you do this if you let him do this he's mm -hmm. probably gonna be mm -hmm. you know this or that like they have their their weird opinions have, have you encountered them and how have you like maybe like yeah so i ha not as much here in iceland and i can guarantee you if i lived um where i grew up then it, I, we would and i don't think our family would exist if we were there um and i've heard people kind of say things about maybe the, the way he dresses and and stuff or Certain and, and also the words that they use for him because I kind of want him to be able to express who he is. So I don't like things like, you know, when people say like, oh, you're such a tough little boy. It's okay. Just get up and stuff like that, which is, you know, this kind of, you know, you shake it off, be a tough boy or something. I don't want that for him. Um, and so when I kind of shut those things down, people are like, 
maybe roll their eyes and and also just that when they see our family together there's a lot of maybe looks um especially even here in iceland where it's just me and martin two foreign looking men to them with a little child even though he looks like me there i can see in their faces they're like wait what and some people maybe kind of smile a little bit but you can see that there's this question and this curiosity even though that we talk about how much of a queer oasis that iceland is yeah on paper you know so there is and and i think that if people mm, had the nerve which i don't know if that's better or not to come and speak to me and ask i think i would get more questions and more sort of um embarrassing for them questions or yeah. whatever so yeah. Hmm, yeah that's that's really interesting but yeah it's uh i mean it's it's a i mean i don't have kids but mm-hmm. i i i i understand that raising a The child is very challenging. Everything you do, you're constantly thinking. Yeah, about. and 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 it's it takes a lot. And but I I really do like commend you for that for mm-hmm. like uh, uh, raising a a child that uh, potentially will grow up thinking that being different is just that. Yeah, being different and mm-hmm. and. And that difference is not a bad thing, and exactly. it actually it's even better because you can get to see things in mm-hmm. ways that people usually don't mm-hmm. because they are very much boxed in the the path that's already made for everybody. Exactly. And 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 it's and it's great when you get to uh, create your own path. Yeah. With, uh, you know maybe you can just like steer a little bit and then go back to like the normal path or the normal path i use normal yeah. loosely <laughs> uh or like you know but it's all on you know getting to own that and i think nothing with your experiences and you know your uh, extended family because you're mm-hmm. i mean your family team if you will yeah they have yeah, different yeah. experiences you will yeah. get to do that yeah And it's and it's gonna be inevitable, I think. Mm-hmm. So I really do commend you for that. Thank you. So. Thank you very much. Oh my god. I was like, we get all emotional, <laughs> right. but it's nice also to have like such touching, good moments, especially during Pride, because like we say, you know, we're talking about our queerness and being more visible and how important that is and how quick we are when we live in a, a place of privilege, how yeah. quick we can forget where we came from or what is still going yeah. on in the world and visibility is it's it's so many things like mm-hmm. it it's not so much uh you know it is uh, but it's not limited to yeah. you know putting up uh put getting on a pride outfit and <laughs> walking around the street <laughs> and with like rainbow flags but also visibility is going out there with your family of two dads or family of like two dads and one mom together mm-hmm. raising a child mm-hmm. having that child be a, a well-adjusted member of society exactly uh, because you would show other people that it is possible yeah that this can happen exactly that it's you know uh 
that you don't need to be like this sort of boxed in model mm -hmm. to have someone that understands that different is not the end of the world. Yes. Uh, but yeah, also visibility is also just like, you know, being yourself and, yeah. and like, uh, if you are like out there, I, I also work with kids now, but if I'm out there and I'm like, uh, uh, like if I put like something on my head, that's not considered like for boys mm -hmm. and you know, the kids would be like, no, but that's not for boys. I'm like, yeah, boys can do that exactly. and boys, if they want to, and like eliminating those things, those ideas that, that are very much ingrained from when you're a kid. Yes, exactly. And, and like, you don't have to be a pride parade every year or mm. you don't even, you don't even have to be a pride parade during pride. Exactly. Because, because visibility is so many things. Like, yeah. like if you're queer and you're owning your queer and you letting it show to others, then you just, yeah, this is, this is who you are. And like, and you're not apologizing for it. Yes. See how I'm going ooh, back to like, ooh. <laughs> we have some like segues and <laughs> some outros and closing statements. Oh, and we're, we're, we're trying for you guys. We're trying, we're trying. But, you know, and we're like, uh, we're, we're, we're good on time. So okay. I think we're just going to leave it at, at, at that. That's good because we if we open our mouths with one thing, it'll spill. Yeah, it will go on forever. <laughs> uh, but yeah. This has been uh, the Pride special. Oh. Is it a Pride special or is it like a regular episode? We haven't decided that yet, but I think it's going to be a Pride yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. why not? Uh, for listen. And if you like this episode, or you can listen to this one again. <laughs> <laughs> or all the other episodes that we had. And they are on Spotify, Apple yeah. Podcasts. Cats, mm -hmm. Google Podcast, almost everywhere where you have a yeah. podcast, there's probably listen there. If, if you can't find it, just message us and we'll, we'll give it yeah. to you. Yeah, and you know, if there's something you wanna want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah. So until next time, bye, bye for listening to this messy episode of listen if you want to share the spotlight with us feel free to follow us on our socials at lstnpod on instagram twitter and facebook and if you want us to talk about something send us a line at lstnpod at gmail.com till next time bye bitch <laughs>